just kick it off. So this episode, um, we had our first technical difficulty in real time. So that was fun. It was a disaster, but it's okay. We fixed it. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't a total it was a disaster, disaster, but it like just aggravates me when things don't go my way. But I think you all are going to really like this episode because we had a bunch of questions that we actually, Christy and I always prep before the podcast, always, like we've been doing this for years, yeah. before our fifth episode of the podcast, <laughs> whatever, we always prep. Um, and we kind of just started talking naturally and just recording the conversation. And I think it turned out to be like super amazing. I think it turned out really good too, because we had an idea of what we wanted to talk about. Um and then the conversation was just easy and progressed. So we didn't actually intro her naturally. Um, we're introing her now. So we're going to let you know, you know, a little bit about what you're about to hear, who she is. Um, and it's just a really good chat. Like it's a good conversation to get into. I, I think we talked about some really real issues right now, kind of just like what's going on mentally and Christy's reaching for the wine. I thought you were going for the wine. Um, yeah. Kind of what's going on. Christy is going for the wine because we had technical I'm difficulties. <laughs> what's going on mentally? We talked about just, you know, of course, dating, I think, comes up in everybody we've talked to so mm-hmm. far because I yeah. think everybody's going through it. Um, you know, the idea of kind of, you know, keeping positive during this mindset. We touch on therapy because you girls love therapy. We do. Um, but how there is that negative stigma and kind of, you know, going around with that. What else did we touch on? Christy and, and Katie got into their faith we, a little bit. Yeah, we talked nice. about faith a little bit, which the I do like chatting with people about that, especially when we believe the same thing. Um, but I also like chatting with people about it because it opens up everyone else's eyes a little bit to see how much um, like the core values can align with someone that's maybe not faith-based. So like we talked a lot about your thought power and you know how that works in. And for Katie and I, it has a lot to do with God and our faith, but it also for, you know, someone that maybe doesn't look at it that way could just be the, you know, power of your mind. The power the now, power, bitches, power, power wagon. wagon. <laughs> um, but so, no, I think we're going to end up calling this episode Feeding Your Mind because we yeah. talked a lot about that. Just And I think that's a very- and what you feed your mind and what you dwell on during this time, which I think- Just as important as We have another body. month left. So if people can get on board with like positive- You get that grass-fed steak going. for your mind, honey. You get that grass-fed organic yeah. bitches for that mind. You get it. So we're going to, so, um, so our guest today is Katie Ann Rutherford. Um, she is a health and fitness coach. She is located in Columbus, Ohio. So when this is all over, you know, feel free to, if you're in Columbus, you know, go try and lift with Katie. She has an undergraduate degree from the Ohio State University and is a natural figure pro and elite power lifter who strives to bring a message of hope to the world. She recently won the WNBF Natural World Bodybuilding title in 2017, and one of her missions is to spread good news of science-based training and nutritional methods in order to help find freedom from the ever-prevalent diet culture. She has a passion for all things caffeine, fitness, nutrition, and Jesus. And kind of the way that I describe Katie Ann is I say that she is the coffee-drinking, avocado-toast-eating, deadlift boss babe um, who's known for her anabolic bun her Faith Fridays, and pretty much just her, her overall candor about, I think, body image stuff and, you know, just keeping it She's very down to earth, and I love that about this whole entire episode because um, it was kind of just like three friends hanging out and just like getting into it. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. And stay tuned all the way to the end because we do a little rapid fire that we had to record twice, but the rapid fire is still good stuff. Yeah, it's good, good stuff at the end. So, um, yeah. I, I'd like, enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy it. Ciao. Ciao. I'll be honest. I mean, some of the memes have been like really, really yeah. good. How are you guys doing throughout all this? Good. You know, yeah. we started a podcast, so you know, we're, I, making, we're making the yeah. best of it. So now do you, you guys live together? No. no. I know everybody thinks that. We do not. Oh! Everyone thinks we live together. People are like, did you move in with Christy? I'm, I'm like, like no. You guys are like, you guys are, you know, that is living together, you're quarantining together, and we're like- no, we're not, Basically. but you know, what's you it like are- in Ohio though? Like what's the state of the union? I mean, it's, it's fine. Actually, I'm so lucky because my, or so, I mean, so fortunate that my business, I just have worked yeah. from home. And so it's not like it really has affected me tremendously in terms of like my business, in terms yeah. of, you know, kind of my day-to-day life. Um, but it's, it's weird. 
because we're, I mean, we're quarantined to our house. So like, I can't leave and I just, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's, well, I mean, we can leave for essentials. Oh my gosh. It's like snowing outside. This weather's also been like bipolar today. This is so weird. How are your extensions holding up during this? Because, you know, Christy, hers out. So she's like having an identity crisis. I didn't have to, but I was like, let's just give my hair a break in this time. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. So I had my, my, literally it's like, a greasy mess right now so that's why i'm i'm rocking you see my here. my do you see this i mean like yours does not yours looks good though no yours looks really good and about did a great about, job this is literally the greasiest my hair has ever been so what I'm kind trying, of extensions do you have um i have nbr extensions what are the, what is that um it's natural beaded row so it's like so i have two rows okay so get this i got my bump up one week before we were quarantined well that's good Ooh, yeah. so Praise God. I Praise was, Jesus. I know. But the thing is, depending on how long this goes on, I don't know. I think I'll be fine. Even if this goes on until yeah. like, you I know, think by like, May, some yeah. of like the, I think some businesses will start maybe yeah. opening back up or mm-hmm. like, yeah. I said, this is, I, I think I posted it the other day on my Instagram. Somebody had the nerve to be like, you look really tired in your videos. And I was like, bitch, this is the ugliest we all look right now. Like, are you joking? People like, do that to you all how the time. Could, could well, I be, I, people I mean, come for her all the time. They're like, on. you know, your under eyes look really Somebody dark. I was like, you need to tell your, um, your camera person. I was like, do, do you think I have a, does it look like I'm the kind of girl to have a camera person? Like, do you think I care? <laughs> you need to tell your camera person. So myself. Okay. I was like, oh, you mean my, like my right wrist that holds up my phone? Right. So thanks for your unsolicited opinion yeah. and telling me that I look tired. Thank you. Yeah great this is like we're stuck in our house of course i'm not gonna look like mm-hmm. oh my gosh some people i swear we could go on about that but people oh, just are the worst. i always joke saying traveling all the time i'm like people are the worst but now yeah. it's like really bringing out either the really best versions of people and like very like oh my god giving and caring or just like straight beast oh, mode yeah horrible it's wild. horrible i mean some of my friends have like like I, you know, a couple of things that I've posted, they've like messaged me and they're like all angry. And I'm like, can you like light? I think it's because people have nothing else to do. So they're just yeah. like looking for ways to get riled up. It's well, it's not even that they're looking for ways to release their anger about being stuck at home. It's true. That's true. They're That's like true. looking so then, for outlets to take it out on. Right. And they're just on social media all day. And yeah. so they're just like put the know. phone down and find something productive. To and do. everybody yeah. who's saying things like they're bored right now. I'm like, guys, find a hobby except trolling like literally do it is so triggering to me when people are like I'm bored and I'm like get a hobby I know I know people are like oh I'm so like I wish I you know had something to do and I'm like do you want to like help me for free? Yeah. You mm-hmm. can do literally, do you want an intern? I'm hiring I interns don't understand currently. how people can't find so. something to do. Right. It's I'm like, like, there's so many things. Go on YouTube here. and Google like, what do I do when I'm bored? Like right. dye a sweatshirt. Right. I don't, it, I you know. know, bleach black clothes, do something. I don't know. I don't literally. Know. Pick a pimple, like whatever you want to do to get yeah. through. Well, don't. I think, I think people just like complaining too, whatever it yeah. is. It's like complaining oh, that about. That I sent you, like, just let me complain. Yeah. They just, just don't even want, yeah, they just yeah. don't want an answer. They just want to complain. So, yeah. you know. They're just like, oh, I'm bored. Oh, this is, you know, you're posting this. It's like, why don't you just take responsibility for your life and stop complaining about everything? I don't, yeah. I had, um, Justin actually was the one who told me, he was like, when people say that they're bored, he's like, that lacks, that tells me that they lack passion in their life. And I was like, I'm I think sure. that's like a really good way to put it. Cause it's yeah. like, you don't have anything that you want to. Yeah. And a lot of people revolve their whole life around going to work every day. Yeah. And that that's is their so life. True. They get that's up, they go so to work, true. whether they're passionate about it or not. Yeah. If they were passionate about it, they'd be finding new ways to be better at work. Right. Or doing something else. Yeah. Even outside, you know, it's like if, if you're like passionate there's nothing about- else that you're into. Yeah. Right. I know. And I had somebody too, even with like dating and everything right now, this, my, one of my girlfriends, she was, yeah. she like was kind of dating somebody before this was all going on and she wasn't sure about it. And so we were all talking the other night and she was like, well, I don't know how I feel about it now. And I was like, listen, if you can't get close now during quarantine, I'm like, you should be like developing a deeper relationship now. Yeah, and like for sure. talking about the conversations. I'm like, if you're yeah. unsure about anything in your life at this point during quarantine, if anything can come out of this, it's like, you should have some hard answers about shit in your life That's like, so after true. this. You know? now you have time to perfectly curate like this version of yourself and now you want to be like an even worse version well, because of everyone's going down a slippery slope of like yeah every, and everyone's also, in the rabbit hole of who they are right now yeah and we've been talking a lot of, like joking about boredom flirting and stuff like that and i'm sure you get this like more than yeah. me like, like people crawling out but of if the, you're not answering now there's no shot ever <gasps> no. the world could end and if i'm not answering you now that means i'll never be desperate enough so I get the message 
I, what was, I think it was a meme the other day that I saw that said something about that. It was like, if she's ignoring you right now, bro, there's no, <laughs> there's not a shot. It's so true though. Like there was a never kid that I was talking it. to when we, I put it on mute. Okay. Well hit it then. I put it on mute. I don't understand. <laughs> what the fuck? Christy is supposed to be in charge of IT. All right. Well, you know what? Like I don't show. have an IT degree. I'm learning as I go and I'm not very bad at it. Well, how are you guys like do I mean how do I the, get this the thing about now? technology, it overwhelms me. I don't oh, even know. I it know overwhelms that. me too, but I low key don't tell her that. I just have panic attacks and tell her to leave me alone <laughs> until I'm ready to and then you get it figured out. Because I saw you guys, you are like officially on YouTube or I'm sorry, um iTunes now. Yeah. yeah. So you have to get like approved or like how does that work? Yes, you have to get approved. I had IT to, department. Here, hold that real quick. I had to uh, IT get approved. Then I had to figure out how it's very well. Because like, originally the title is, is well, the title technically still is like and all that bullshit. But on right. iTunes, you can't have any explicit content, so we had to change it to and all that bull. So like it got really? rejected, and then yeah. I think when it gets rejected, like it, I guess, automatically just slows down the process. So that seems a little bit ironic because like some of the podcasts you see on there and the content they have like well what you have to do so apparently our title could have still been and all that bullshit but um if you're gonna just like manually enter a podcast they have podcast hosting services that we're using one of them so it kind of does all the embedding embedding for you and i didn't have it checked off that it was explicit content so i had to go back in the guy from iTunes emailed me back and he's like, um, you have to add this tag in. And I was like, how do I add the tag in? Like, I'm giving you the RSSP. I don't know how this works. Right. And she's over here like, well, I don't know. Just figure it out. And I'm like, I doubt what I said. I, no, but, but in, in a summation, you, it was like, like I'm you sorry, I wish I could help you more. Yes, but you can't. But in summation, <laughs> it was, I have to figure it out. Yeah. I was like, I'm only good at nutrition. Exactly. I'm sorry. In summation, like she didn't I'm say sorry, it like I can't that. help you, but, but figure it out. The four days of it, it was like, well. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like a you problem right I now. I gotta figure it out. So, um, yeah, so, so we got funny. it together. So it's good now. So there's that. I, cause I've wanted to do a podcast, but I'm just like overwhelmed by all of the technology. No, use Anchor. Very okay. easy. My um, friend told me that yesterday. And she that's the whole point of why and we then what happens to do this. is you have to submit two podcasts. But you can get on Spotify literally tomorrow. Yeah, We're immediately. using literally um, Zoom GarageBand to record. I use iTunes to pull it off. I mean, not iTunes, iMovie because I make makeup videos. So, uh, well, I just started yeah. to the past. Two, they're not great. That's so, awesome. let's Which, not your makeup looks really good. Like, yeah, it's from 8 30 this morning. I mean, it looks, it looks really like I love your the coloring. Maybe I need to watch your YouTube videos. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my I quality is phenomenal because I need uh, external hard drives. I mean, honestly, the yeah. amount of work people put into podcasts and YouTube videos, like once you start doing them, it's insane. But I think that's- And the money for like materials, for like your right. stand for your camera. There's like a something pirate thing that you put on top. So like I could shoot my film right off my camera onto my MacBook so I could watch myself back. I mean, I mean it's like- but I think that was the Crazy. point is like, I think that's why a lot of people don't do it. And that's why we've been yeah. having con for so long. And I'm like, yeah, right. you could obviously come out the gate and try and be Joe Rogan. Or you could just right. be like, we, and we said that we're like, even our first episode, we were like, listen, this could be a huge yeah. disaster, which is so right. off brand for me. Cause I'm like a perfectionist. But it's so on brand for me. And it's so. like, yeah, you know, Christy like, <laughs> cause I'm like a perfectionist. Like, oh, there's a train wreck. Let's hop so on. So I just don't do things because I know I can't make them perfect. Right. So, and you know, I mean. We just, yeah. did it, just did it. So it was So like, I think if you have any there this is the thing, it's like this is the time now. I think if you have any willing yeah. to do it, like just yeah. try it because yeah. you'd be so surprised. People, number one, just like are looking for things to listen to and do. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. everybody's been super receptive to it. And it's like yeah. I think yeah. like right more receptive than I thought they were gonna be. Totally. Awesome. For sure. So. Yeah. And I know. I mean, I've thought about it for a while and I thought it would be interesting to just do something different, you know, different, like yeah. faith, fitness, like interview people there's just nothing like, like that out there right yeah, now because I, I know a lot of just interesting people that I was like I would love to have you on a podcast and just like yeah. interview people and, just, and that yeah. was it's what we were easy, we were just talking about this before we were hanging out we were saying like even if nothing comes of this like right. just to, when do people actually just like catch up and talk and like just uh, even if you yeah. learn one new piece of advice right. like for me that's like all I care about I'm always and like people, people that we're like getting to know on a deeper level and like yeah. meeting new people 
I think it's yeah. just because people want connection. Yeah. They want right. to have to, sincere connections because everything's right. so fake on Instagram. Yeah. We're like, you're like, yeah. oh my god, and you're just like, bitch, come on, like let's have a real conversation. Oh, tell me about it. We yeah. could go on about that, but yeah, it's it's true. People want real connection and want real conversation, and not just like this fake facade of Instagram. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. there was a meme where it was like, oh my god, so you're telling me that when I meet her in real time, she doesn't have butterflies on her face, and it's like, yeah, because mm-hmm. that's not life. So right, I know, and I think probably why people maybe are like everyone's filtered and like everything's I mean there's so much there's even like photoshop with these finished chicks I'm like what are you doing so you can facetune anything it's wild like you literally can facetune I can make my face more narrow if I want on facetune and you wouldn't even notice and I'm like hey guys here's me and my pimple what's happening How ugly can I be on Instagram? My massive zit on my chin. I know. Gosh, I know. And well, the thing is too, the thing that makes me sad is that since I know so many people in the fitness industry, a lot of times I see these girls on Instagram and I'm like, they literally look nothing like that in person. And they're giving this false reality to these girls who are like, oh my gosh, I need to look like that. I need to have the perfect this, this, this. And then I see them in person. I'm like, you don't look bad at all. You look great but you're putting out a false image of what, you know, this false reality. It's exhausting. Image. It happens with hair though, too. I do hair and people oh, and come sure. in all the time and show me like with blondes, will show me a picture. And I'm like, it's a filter. Even with me. She does it I'm too. I'm like, I want this I'm color. Like, here, let me show you what, uh, yeah. let me take a picture of your head and I'm going to swipe to the uh, filter that it is. And now look, your hair looks just like it. Uh, I mean, people do it constantly. Wow. So why so- can't you make it look like the filter then? Because it's a different color. Just like someone having butterflies on their face, it's not realistic. (laughs) There has to be a color palette. Just be quiet. (laughs) Oh my God. We're not talking about her hair right now. Uh, Don't not go down that slippery slope. Filtered, filtered world, you know. Mm -hmm. And nobody's filtering their thoughts or their minds or what they come what comes out of their mouth, which is so interesting to me. You'll put a filter on your face, but you won't put a filter on your mouth. Yeah, people are a lot more bold with what they say now. It's wild. That's and I think everybody's just looking for that kind of like clickbaity, like they made it. And you know, in the fitness industry, especially yeah. like everybody's looking to be, everyone's become a bully now. It's like, I want to be this person and this is my thing. And it's like, can't we all just like objectively have a grown up conversation about like right. science and, and this is my opinion right. versus the fact and like, okay, I don't right. agree with you, but like, good for you for putting, yeah. you don't have to be a bully about it. Yeah. Oh, and so many people now make their name attacking other people too yeah. crazy and i'm like can you just post something that's not angry yeah. like let's like chill out and just like take a step back conversation you yeah like let's have a conversation and actually promote something that besides just attacking other people yeah because they, too a lot of a lot of times individuals take things out of context too you know they take statements out of context or they make some statement about a person they don't even know yeah i mean it's like have you even had a conversation with this person like let's i think that all all of it comes out of a place of insecurity oh for for sure like people people don't know how to respond or like maybe they're dealing with something else and they just like the same thing i was saying with you before people just need an outlet to take their anger out on they're like this person looks like a good person to tell off and they always say gossiping is the lowest form of bonding, actually. But I think if you're like, if you don't have a lot else going on in your life that you feel passionate about or strongly yeah. about, people gossip. Yeah. And that is how, I mean, people start friendships like that all the but time. But it's how you, yeah. how you not focus on your issues. Right. Which it's like dating a like broken a person. With this, yeah. you know, with our podcast so far. Well, actually, like, I've sometimes had to stop and think, I'm like, is that friendship just, like, do we just talk about like people and and just things or do we actually talk about like constructive constructive yeah. like ideas and like how to be a better person right i'm like is it just when i get together with them it's like oh my gosh this person did this and this person did that is that you know because that is like you said like the look a lot of people establish relationships like that yeah. but it's exhausting and mm-hmm. it's hard i think as you get older too because like we've talked about this like breaking up with friends like because just because you've been friends with somebody and especially for you i'm oh. sure because you've evolved from just being this fitness person to now right. having fitness and faith like right. like at what point can you start to be like this person maybe just isn't aligned with what i'm doing anymore and they didn't do anything wrong like mm-hmm. i just and that's that's not my version of myself anymore it's like hard to have that conversation sometimes you know yeah oh my gosh Oh my gosh, so hard. Actually, it's been, it's interesting. It's interesting though, because I'd say this past year, I've had more friend breakups than probably ever in my life or like the past two years or so. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. 
Let me, let me, like, can you talk more about that? Cause I think I have kind of had this going on with my one friend and I always ask people, I'm like, do you have a direct conversation or does it like kind of fade out or like, where's the gray area with that? Right. Well, unfortunately a couple situations, it's been like this kind of fake friendship that I didn't realize was not genuine yeah. and just some things. And obviously I'm not perfect. They're not perfect. And we just, unfortunately are not aligned on certain things that I thought we were aligned on. And so, you know, when it kind of come, like, just for instance, I just had a couple of friendships this year where it was like, I found out they were like saying something about me. That's like not true. And then I'm like, what? How we were like, homies. Like, yeah, like I thought we were, why don't we just have a conversation? And then they just mm -hmm. like kind of ghost me in terms of like a friendship. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Take the high road. And unfortunately, you know, you, you, are like the people that you surround yourself with yeah. and you know you have to surround yourself with people who are trying to better themselves and better their life or else you're just going to be taken down by their negativity it's and um I think with a lot especially kind of the change that I've had in my life the past couple of years it's like I have to look for people who are going to push me to be better and not just especially with social media you get a lot of okay there are haters but you get a lot of people who are like oh my god you're so amazing like yeah. love you and I'm like you don't know me <laughs> my mom calls them bobblehead people who just say mm -hmm. yes to everything you do and they have literally no other opinion and you're just like yes. and we always joke about this like the people who give it to you you're a good friend Christy I remember one time was dating a guy and he said to me he was like your job is to like me and I said no my job as her best friend Whoa. is to assess the situation yes. and tell her what she needs to hear. Like not yeah. just agree because that's no. what everybody has going on, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I don't want people in my life who are just going to say like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. And like, everything you do is great. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm an imperfect person. Not everything, everything I do is not great. Yeah. And I need people to tell me, Hey, this probably isn't a good idea or Hey, like, what are you doing? And I have, thankfully I have friends like that, but it's like, when you recognize that a relationship is not edifying and is not building, you know, it's not like producing something positive in your life and you need to make that decision. It's just like a, you know, a, a dating relationship. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, are you, a, are you totally. pushing each other to be better or are you actually just like complacent and then, you know, becoming kind of like taking a step back in your life? Yeah. Um, so. We say that all the time. I think any rules that apply to any relationship, like people just put it in a box, like, oh, this is a romantic relationship. This is right. a romantic relationship. The same right. rules apply, like respect, yeah. mutual adoration, communication, yeah. like boundaries, yeah. like energetic, yes. you know, like all that stuff yeah. matters. And I think yes. what happens with someone is that they generally are successful in some of those other relationships in their life. And then okay. one of them isn't great. Like, you know, relationships and romantic relationships. It's like, I always like, you know, like, You're I'm, here. I'm, yeah, I'm so great at all these other things, but it's like, why are all my romantic relationships a train yeah. wreck? It's like, so <laughs> why is that permeating elsewhere? And like or the poster girls I, for I had somebody one time say to me, say like, yeah, she was like, you're so successful. And, and yeah, you have like confidence. She's like, but why are your relationships so shit? And I was like, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't, do you yeah, have yeah. I don't know. Can someone do that for us? Or? Right. Well, and I, I think too, it's important to like take a step back and like think about, okay, maybe where am I lacking in that? Mm -hmm. you know, we, like you said, we tend to think of these different like boxes. Like, okay, a friendship, a romantic relationship. And yes, like they're different, but at the same time, like you said, those core, those core things need to be yeah. aligned. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, to be honest too, our dating culture does not help any of this. And no. I think that's why it's been so difficult. Um, a straight up nightmare. No one's having a good time though. That's the only thing that I say Such that no one should feel bad because no one's like, Hey, dating in 2020 is a delight. Everyone's like, this is just... Yeah. A shit show. A shit show. It's, it's horrible yeah. because people nowadays, this is how, this is what I think too. It's like men either approach a woman through social media or through a dating app, mm -hmm. like a dating app or through DM. Yeah. So it really, it's, they don't even, there's like no personal connection. The or bar something. is like so low. Right. I'm like, if I get one more freaking DM from some random dude who literally has never seen me in person, I'm like, okay, can you actually, and I, well, even people I've seen in person, I'm like, so why won't you talk to me in person? But yet then you like DM me. And then it's like this non-committal thing. And I think we're so used mm -hmm. to like the swipe 
you know, swipe left. Um, we have culture ADD that, culture with dating. People always think like better, what's better, yes. what's next. And it's again, yes. this idea of perfection, which goes back to that whole idea uh-huh. of like living this filtered lifestyle. And then that's uh-huh. the thing too. Like I've met so many guys. I actually one time met a guy on a dating app. He yeah. ghosted me. We had a phone call, ghosted me. I ran into him at the grocery store and I went right up to him and I was like, hey, remember me? Because he would never say this what shit. Did I say? He was like, oh yeah, my phone. Um, I just deleted everything at once. And I was like, I was like, bro, I was like, you don't have to make any excuse. I was like, it's all cool. I said, we're like, we never even met up. Like it's totally right. fine. And I just like owned it and made a joke of it. But it's like, right. you would never in real time, some of the things that guys say, I'm sure oh to you, especially if you were in a bar or like having actual real day game, like at Starbucks or getting coffee, you would never right. say those things. So if you can't say it to right. my face in real time, then like, don't try and slide in my disturbing DM. things. I told you about the leash thing. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like guys really say some atrocious things, like just ballsy, not even, and I have like a sense of humor, so I right. can knock it off pretty easily. But I just think about girls that accept something like that. And I'm like, this is the problem. Because there's probably girls that talk like that and guys accept it. And then there's guys that talk like that and girls that accept that as like behavior that should be allowed. And it's just... And I think a lot of our souls are hungry right now, though. It's a disposable attempt. But yeah, but I think because everybody's so hungry for attention and real connection that if you get even a breadcrumb of a person, Mm -hmm. that... that like the quote that you actually posted today, like, you know, God maybe took them out of your life because of conversations that, that, you know, you didn't hear we have such a hard time with that being like, okay, maybe that just wasn't my person. But like that happens sometimes where you haven't felt a connection in such a long time. And at the same time, you've also been single for so long. So when you finally feel a spark, it's like, was that a spark or am I just starving? And it was like, and eating anything, you know, it's like being on contest prep where you're like, oh my God, was this rice cake really amazing? Or was it just like, I'm fucking starving? Right. Oh, that's totally true. And I think where we have to you know, really like think about, okay, am I looking for a relationship to try to complete me or am I actually in a healthy place where then I can have that perspective? Like you said, it's actually an interesting comparison, like a contest prep when you're starving and you're malnourished and you're too thin and your body fat is like negative 5%, you're not going to be thinking realistically as far as like what tastes Poverty macros. We're doing poverty macro dating is what we're doing basically. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's like, you need to be healthy and fulfilled before you enter into, but it doesn't make it any easier because too, our standards, I think in our society have just like, the bar is literally so low. There is not even a bar anymore. The whole, the whole like dating scene too, is just a giant gray area. Now there are no definites anymore. There's no like black and white. It's just a giant gray area. It's like, well, I don't know if I'm looking for a relationship. If it happens, it does like just be bold enough to say if you want a girlfriend or not. Like, I don't think less of you if you say like, yeah, I know we just started talking, but I would like a girlfriend at some point. It might Mm -hmm. not be you, but that's what I want. Mm -hmm. That's not even existent. Guys are like, well, if it happens, it happens. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, it's it's crazy. Men are not men anymore. But I think you also date at your self-esteem. I say that a lot too. And I think again, because the bar is so low, everybody's poverty macro dating. And like, people are just starving for a connection that, I'll have friends be like, yeah, well, he called me. And I'm like, yeah, he should be calling you. Like, absolutely. And what you allow is what will continue. You know what I mean? Well, men aren't men and women aren't women anymore. Like, it's Yeah, I actually saw this, um, I forget where it was. I saw this post just about, oh, something about like a real man. And it showed, you know how sometimes those girls, they like DM boyfriends to like see if they'll, like have a friend to see if they'll like take the bait. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is like exactly what a real man should do because he like, I don't know, like something. And I was like, the bar is so low that like, it's applauded if he doesn't cheat on you. Right. I'm mm-hmm. like, my mom, not- that's, that's so yeah. funny you say that. My mom always says that because I have a problem. Um, Christy and I are very dif- different. I resume date people all the time. Yeah. And so I'll say things like, oh, well, he has a good job and he's nice and he has a good family. My mom- As soon as she opens with that, I'm like, dump him. But my yeah. mom is like, yeah, Brianna, that's the basics. That's like breathing. Like those are the, you came from a good family and right, you're a nice person. Right, like right. that should be without- That shouldn't even sex. be like, uh, that should just be like a, a prereq. Like, yeah. you know, before he even gets to her, it should be a prereq. Uh-huh. Like, we filtered him. He's good. Right. Now you can so what on. are some of your right. red flags or non-negotiables? Like what have you seen kind of evolve, you know, since, especially now, I think since you're more open with like your faith and stuff like that, has that been like different and difficult for you? Cause Christy's also, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about yeah. your. 
Yeah, I was raised in a very, um, well, technically I'm a born again Christian, but when you say born again Christian, it's yeah. people. Because they're like, oh my gosh, you're in a cult. And I have a whole theory on how Christians <laughs> are the way they are. Did you hear that? No, yeah. The way that came out. Totally know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like we were saying, so I was raised very born again Christian. And I say very, because like we didn't, we weren't allowed to watch Disney movies. We did nothing with magic. We didn't celebrate Halloween. You had a promise ring. I had a promise ring, um, in high school, which was, you you can imagine was rough, but, um, I am so grateful now that I'm an adult for the things that my parents instilled in us as children. And I say all the time, like I curse like a sailor, but you know, I tell people all the time, like, listen, Jesus uses me when he needs me and he knows Mm -hmm. my heart and he knows who I am. So it is what it is. Mm -hmm. So I've been able to like connect with lots of different people and share who I am with them. But with that aside, um, I feel like I, I watched your, uh, last like faith Fridays video. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, so I watched your last faith Fridays and I really resonated with it so much because one, like, I feel like there's so much negativity going on right now. And like an idle mind, this is like something non-biblical, but an idle mind is the devil's workshop. So like you're sitting at home, we have nothing to do. Your insecurities get on you. Like a mess gets on you your life like oh my gosh all these mistakes i made like if you're an overthinker okay. even if you're not an overthinker right now i think you're overthinking super sad yes. mode yeah blah, blah. oh so yeah i had to do exactly what you said like i did that yesterday actually i was having a full-on panic attack i woke up in panic and anxiety and i didn't know why i called around and i was like i'm gonna have a nervous breakdown like i don't know what's going on and i just came in my room and started like decluttering and cleaning and put on joyce meyer and i was yeah. paying attention, but it was just like the background noise of just a positive message in general. So, I mean, how do you feel like that's impacting you right now? Do you? Oh yeah, for sure. I, I mean, Joyce Meyer, actually, it's interesting you say Joyce Meyer because her book on the power of positive, wait, what was it? The, oh shoot. Now I forget the title of it. Power of positive thoughts or Mm -hmm. power of, I don't know. She has a book. So that actually, I read that in so funny that you mentioned her name because that was kind of like what initially started just my, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, what I'm thinking. Cause I tend to be a spaz. Like I'm like, yeah, super it's a lifestyle. Spaz. You know what I mean, baby? Love me or hate me. I'm a super spaz and it is what it is. I like, I, my brain does not stop going, does not stop going. So if it's in a negative place, oh, it's just, it's, it's bad, just right? It's like a negative. spiral. Or an idle place. My dad always says to me, he's like, Brianna, when your mind is idle, it's the worst place for you to be because I spin out of control. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then I start something and then I can't, then I don't finish it. Then I start something else. And then I'm like, I'm like doing 50 things at once, not getting anything done. (laughs) And it's like, I'm in overdrive, but yet I'm totally not focused on anything. So Mm -hmm. anyways, I, 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 I noticed this back in like, it was like 2004. 16 or so, I, I started to listen to Joyce Meyer. I started to listen to some other um, pastors and they talked about the power of your thoughts and the power of what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And I really applied it actually in my con- last contest prep, which was in 2017 and just filling my mind with, which was, you know, a while ago, but really filling my mind with positivity and the truth and, and reading the Bible every day and starting my day that way with, okay, who does God say I am? What is my purpose in life? Okay. Focus on that. Not open my phone to social media first thing in the morning. Cause it's so important. Like what you f- do first thing, because that mm-hmm. sets the tone for your day. Um, and so back in 2017, that's when I like first really started to like focus on that. And I was like, you know what? I need to somehow change what I'm doing because I just was not in the best mental place. Um, and that prep was the best prep I've ever had. I, I mean, praise God, but it just was so powerful to me. And it was really just throughout that entire process. I saw how powerful my thoughts and what I was feeding my mind. And that's when I mm-hmm. stopped listening to a lot of music that I used to listen to. Just not that it was bad, but it just was like negative and putting in a direction. You and wanted. it doesn't give you the same feeling that maybe a more uplifting music would. Right. Right. And just like stopped listening to 
a lot of, you know, kind of, well, muted a lot of people on social media. <laughs> muting people besides memes, muting people is my love language. And I love plans. muting people and canceling plans, but yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And canceling. Um, no, uh, so really focusing on, okay, what am I feeding my mind? And so that has been such a game changer for me because I have to start my day with something positive. It doesn't mean I'm going to have the best day ever, but my days are so much better if I start with, so my kind of routine is reading my devotionals, reading something. Mm -hmm. Um, and then throughout the day, listening to a sermon, if I'm not in a great mindset or listening to uh, a podcast or something that is uplifting and feeding my mind that, because you think about like what you listen to, even what you watch or what you view or everything, it's feeding your mind. And those are your thoughts and your thoughts become your actions. And so, so focusing on, okay, what am I putting into my body? Just like nutrition, and just like bit. working out too. Yeah. Yeah. Like what are you putting into your body? If you don't drink water, you're going to be dehydrated. Well, if mm-hmm. you don't feed your body something productive in terms of what in your mind, you're going to be just worthless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and you're not going to be able to think just like, you know, sometimes I'm like super spaz, like, uh, what am I doing? You know? And yep. typically those are days when I haven't fed myself the right thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I think so many people are on autopilot right now. Cause I'm even guilty of it. I woke up one morning, I think it was like last week and I'm an early riser. I, the first thing I did, I walked to the bathroom with my phone in my hand and I was like on Instagram checking and you know how it is. You have like a thousand DMS and then you get like anxious. And I'm just like, what, what am I doing right now? Like yeah. we said this in our, I think it was maybe our first or second episode. I said, I think everybody is really experiencing like media like overload right now. And we're having a lot of emotional indigestion. Like people are not digesting everything right now because it's not normal. Our minds have not evolved this much. We're just trying to like figure it out. And a lot of people just have unhealthy coping mechanisms and that's become warm. And like, that's not normal just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that is, it's so important to take a step back and think about, okay, what am I spending my time doing? And how much of that is worrying negative you know worrying does not do anything positive as much as and i'm a worry wart like i am someone who worries no. if i let myself i would be worrying all the time i'd be like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh this this that you know my just, mom's throat hurts and i texted her last night and i said i think it's very rude that you did not text me before you went to bed because i don't know how you're feeling and now i'm going to be anxious all night until i talk to you in the morning and like i talked to her this morning she's like you're out of control i said no i'm becoming you so you know just keep me yeah just let me know because there's nothing else to think about so it's just like you just it's like a snowball and there's a book by Eckhart Tolle it's called the power of now and he talks a lot about this I went through a really it's a common theme another one of my shitty breakups but he remember saying he was like there's a really big difference between thinking a thought and watching your thoughts because you can feel something and like think a thought but if you actually just watch like the words that sometimes the stories we create in our head Mm -hmm. versus facts Christy was like spinning the other day and we played out kind of like a scenario and I was like, okay, Christy, but worst case scenario, I'm like, let's play that out and then still say facts versus fiction. And Mm -hmm. I think that it's hard sometimes to just understand Mm -hmm. your thoughts also need to think and just like a conveyor belt. You just say that thought, that thought is not serving me. I'm going to put that back on the belt. I'm going to watch another thought go by thousands of thoughts a day. Like if you fuck it up and have a bad one, another one will come along. You know what I mean? But we get so stuck. The thought situation is a common theme in like a lot of denominations um, mm-hmm. different religions, different faiths. It's common in, you know, like Buddhist, uh, Taoist philosophy. It's, it's common in everything. So mm-hmm. whether or not someone believes in God, right. I obviously do. And I am mm-hmm. proud to admit it, but whether or not someone believes in that and might not receive from us in that direction, right. it's right. common everywhere. That's oh, like yeah. one common thread that your thoughts are very powerful. Oh I my mean, gosh. Yeah. You can totally like think bad things, think good things. You can think whatever you want and it's going to become that's like you know so i think it's super important for people right now oh yeah and i read i can't remember where this was but it was talking about the percentage of your thoughts that are like today versus yesterday i think it was like 97 percent of your thoughts are the same as they were the day before or like overall if they're negative or positive and so you think about it overnight, you can't just switch from like, okay, being a Debbie Downer to being super, you know, optimistic and positive, but like, it's a progressive thing. And so it takes day by day effort. And I think that's where a lot of times people just want this like quick fix where they're like, okay, I'm just gonna like, you know, be 
uh, I'm gonna I'm be an affirmation on my mirror and be fixed. And it's like that's right. Works. No, on the no. Yeah, and it's just like nutrition and training. People want a quick fix, but it's like no, it takes a day by that's day. Like effort. A in, honey. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and so you can reps are just as important. Like you want yes. to have like rounded delts and striations in your quads right. and like, you gotta go and yeah. reps and train legs a couple times a week. Right. Like that's not going right. to happen by watching Ronnie Coleman videos. Like you can't just watch, that's the thing too. Like you can't just go to therapy or just read a sermon or read a book. Right. Like you have to then put it into just action apply it. and apply yeah. it. I always say that I'm like, you have to actively participate in living your best life on yes. good days, which is very easy to be like, it's a good day, positive affirmation. Right. Yeah. And then when you have right. a really bad day to be like, I got to pull myself out of this today. Yes. Yeah. And, and a lot of times too, especially I've seen in faith communities, you know, just going to different churches over the years. And, um, a lot of people are just living a secondhand faith too. And that can apply anything in your life. It's like, you're just like, like you said, listening to, or, you know, watching a Ronnie Coleman, yeah, like video, that's not going to help you achieve your fitness goals. Like, you know, you can listen to everything you, you know, everything you want, but if you don't actually try to apply it, it's not going to be your, or it's not going to actually like take root in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's super important as well. Actually taking the time to think about, okay, what am I, how am I learning? How am I growing? And not just, I'm going to listen to this and it's just going to magically change me. It's like, no, it actually, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort. A little bit pregnant. You either are or you are not <laughs> pregnant. You can't be a little bit pregnant. So yeah. you can't be like a little bit into working on yourself. The problem is it's a very ugly process. Yes. And the second yeah. someone's like, it's like, you know, you're going down a road and the second there's a pothole, you're like, oh, I'm going to turn around. It's like, oh, right. no, my toxic shit too. Like I got to open that chapter. Like that was a really messy, ugly chapter. I would rather just read another one. And that's what we do. We're constantly just flipping ahead or flipping backwards instead of just being where or we are. Or just focusing on other people's things. Oh yeah. Ah. Well, that goes back to like, you yeah. know, dating broken people, martyr dating, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff too. You're like, I'll fix yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, probably one of the best things I ever did was start therapy. I started going and seeing it. We both saw the same thing. Oh my gosh. I was like, why didn't I do this before? I was in a, I was in a Royal funk for a while and I couldn't get out of it. And that is what, of course it was, as we said, it was a process and it was like a step-by-step thing. Um, but once I started going regularly, I was like, okay, I, I, to be honest, I really don't like going. Like, I do not like talking about my issues to someone and being super open and vulnerable and then like working on, like, it is just really uncomfortable for me. And it, it's sometimes, sometimes I really want to go to therapy because I'm like, oh, I have this issue. I need a solution. Like, I want to talk to my, you know, my my therapist right now. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I'm like, I need it so bad. Um, but other times, majority of the time I'm like, I do not want to do this. It's like a difficult workout. I'm like, I do not want to go through these exercises because it is, it is hard. And so I think a lot of times we just with, we numb it with something else, whether it be a a distraction or whether it be a relationship or whether it be just something like him, like my first bodybuilding competition I did was after I got out of a breakup because it's the most selfish sport around. And I, all I could do was focus on myself and oh my gosh. I couldn't deal with my internal pains. I was like, well, I'll make my body physically look amazing and I'll do that. But with therapy too, it's like, it is hard because sometimes like there is such a negative stigma around going to therapy. And we talked about this earlier. Like I grew up in an Italian household. Like you didn't talk, you didn't go to a therapist. You didn't talk about stuff. Like, and I think even now still people are like, oh, therapy, like, and I'm so passionate about like talking about it more. And that's why Mm -hmm. I'm always like, yeah, I'm a super I'm having a shit day. I have anxiety too. Like, Everybody, because in school we learn about history for 12 years, K through 12, but we never learn about like, hey, you're having a really bad day. Like, let's talk about it. That's just like not sexy and it's not like mm-hmm. common. And that's like, yeah. that's a bummer, you know? Right. I know it's, it's interesting to how, like you said, schooling, we learn so much, so much information, but we don't actually, are we actually learning about ourselves and about how we're wired and how we're made and emotions and how we can deal with these thoughts. And because that is, that determines the course of our life. And that's so important. Knowing what the, whatever that theorem is that ever, you know, that we learned for like three years. is the powerhouse. I don't know. I know these taxes, dad. (laughs) How do I do my fucked up thoughts, dad? (laughs) exactly it's like okay are we are we learning and it's unfortunate it's unfortunate and I think that's why I'm so passionate about that too and and really try, I'm like oh my gosh like because this is something that I wish 
I would have had in college when I was struggling. I was riding the struggle bus every single day. And, you know, then it turned into like disordered eating and, you know, yeah. all kinds of crazy mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I wish I would have had this perspective then. I mean, well, I'm grateful for the struggles too, because that's right. yeah. Led you to, where you, to where you are, but I'm like, man, so many individuals are struggling because they never know how to actually like process these things without just finding another distraction. And our, our society is a society of distraction. It's, and I think that's why a lot of people are really struggling. Of course, some people have lost their jobs. It's terrible right now. Like it's hard for a lot of people, but those individuals who maybe haven't, and they're just stuck with their own thoughts, they're struggling hard because they're not used to that. It's like, it's so true. I have a lot of friends who are like saying that right now too. And I think, especially what you were saying about the body image thing, I'm sure men deal with it just as much, if not right. more, but I think yeah. women are now more openly talking about it. And Justin actually talked about this in his book, like, cause I've also su suffered with body image stuff and disordered yeah. eating in the past too. And I think it comes from a sense of you're lacking control somewhere else yes. in your life. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. it's like, okay, I'll control the way my body looks or the food I put. And again, it's, it's all just avoidance. Oh, and yeah, mm -hmm. totally control. And I think like what you were saying right now, people are like left with their thoughts and they're like, I can't control how many times I work out or yeah. you know, like I'm left right. with this that's scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's been, at least I've seen this too, just in some of the communities that I'm in, I'm like, this is such a big opportunity too, to realize like we don't have control and to like surrender that, like, okay, I don't have control. So like, what's the bigger picture here in my life? Like, what am I just working for a bank account that actually might plummet by 50% if I have my money in the stock market? And yeah. who saw this coming? I mean, the stock market was at the highest it's ever yeah. been. Yeah. And you know, it's like, are we putting all of our worth and all of our work into that? Or are we actually putting it into things that matter? And unfortunately, this hardship has really opened a lot of individuals. Unfortunately, well, it's fortunate and unfortunate. It's like, unfortunately, it had to take some, it takes some hardship sometimes to see what actually matters in life. And you know what? The, your 401k doesn't matter as much as your relationship with your children or your, you know, your parents or whatever it may be. And unfortunately, sometimes it's these difficult times where we actually are like recognizing that we're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? It's so true. Denzel Washington says, you'll never see a U-Haul behind a Hertz. And I think that's like one of the best yeah. quotes I've ever heard about. Wow. And I think now too- I love like, Denzel Washington. He's such a badass. Yeah, I mean, like so who good does looking. not love him? Like, I know. He was like my, my he's crush. He's never gotten worse oh looking. He's like, just, he just oh. gets better looking. And he's got wisdom about life. Yeah. So like- Yeah, what, no. Into therapy, so he's even sexier. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's got like <laughs> yeah. emotional intelligence and good quotes. Super, yeah, yeah. But like, like what you were saying, I think if people actually take this time to be like, okay, I actually really should work on some of these things. My one friend is like going through like this kind of breakup right now. And he's like yeah. really in his head about stuff. And I keep saying to him, I'm like, okay, but if I was like, then date yourself right now, work yeah. on yourself. And he's like, I just, I don't know. And it's again, the same idea. Like some people just, I think like complaining and just what you allow yeah. and what will continue. And if you want to stay on that, like on that merry-go-round, like that's a you problem. Right. And unfortunately, yeah. like, you know, I think that that's what a lot of people are dealing with right now where they're just like, mm, it's just easier. This will be right. over soon enough. And I'll just go back to my distractions. Right. And, and it comes down to the personal responsibility in a mm -hmm. lot of ways. And, um, you know, and I think, unfortunately, you know, sometimes it's like, we don't want to admit that we're not taking responsibility for a lot of things that happen in our life that are not good. And, <laughs> and so when we like, don't have these distractions and it's like, we actually have to like address these issues. And I think that's one reason I avoided going to a therapist for so long. Cause I was like, I don't want to talk about these things. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, like why I, why I am the way I am and some different, you know, just struggles I've had. I didn't realize that we're stemming from previous hurts that I hadn't healed from, oh, you yeah. know? And so it's like, I don't want to talk about it. I was like, this is the last thing I want to do. Wanna look in the mirror and deal with this shit. I, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of the hardest things, but yet then you can actually heal and move on from things too, because we've all been hurt by other people. We have hurt other people, but it, and so it's like those, those wounds too, if we don't heal from them and actually address them, they're always going to reappear in some They're way. They're never going to go anywhere. Yeah. Right, like right. People, don't under, people think of it as like, because it's an intangible thing, an right. action or like an event or something. It's intangible. You can't touch it. So people right. just think if you leave it alone long enough, it's just going to like turn into mist and disappear. Yeah. But it's just like putting an old picture in your basement. 
at some point when you clean out the basement 10, 15 years later, you're going to find the picture again. And you're going to be like, oh, oh, that's still here. So it's going to resurface itself at some point, whether it's in a nasty way or in a depressing way. I think you said such a good point about that though, Katie, like the two things, like surrendering number one, which I think that's been so helpful for me being a spaz and overthinker, but also understanding there's a book called the four agreements that my mom used to like read to me when I was five years old, instead of mother goose, she was reading like Dr. Wayne Dyer and this kind of (laughs) shit to me. So she would read the four agreements. That's why you're the way you are. That's amazing. 1000%. 1000%. Amazing. Like, she's a problem. Yeah. Um, sure. But so the one, you know, one of them, it's like obviously be impeccable with yeah. your word. And the other one is, you know, like basically don't take anything personally. And people, most of the time, when either you don't like something about somebody else or someone's being a shitty way to you, it's my mom will always say, hold up the mirror when you're saying those kinds of things, you know, because it's generally a projection. And when I started, when yeah. I stopped taking things so personally from people yeah. and I was just like that when people are even mean on the internet and stuff, I always say like, that's why I'm so adamant. I know you do this too. Sometimes like I'll post when somebody says something mean because I grew up in a ball busting family. I can handle it. Like I have a sense of humor. Some people can't, some people that would mentally right. destroy them. And so like right. I, for me, I'm like, that's so sad. If that's how you have to get your day to feel better. Mm-hmm. And that's the only spark of joy you have. Like that's a you problem. You have to wake up and be you for the rest of your life. That's really shitty for you. And I feel bad, uh, you know? Yeah. And also like putting, I like try and put myself in that person's position. Mm-hmm. I'm like such an empath and I, I put myself there mentally and then I'm like, okay, if I was this person, would I ever say something like that? Mm-hmm. This happened to both of us at one point and she called me and I was like, but you're not going to understand what he's saying to you or what he's doing because you're not that kind of person. You would never do that to somebody. You would never act like that to anyone that you profess to be caring for. So it's a lot of like self, it it, it has a lot of self-involvement. You can't just like point the finger with people like this. You have to like look in and be like, okay, it's not, it's not me. Right. And that comes with security and comes with digging and therapy and And also, wait, what is it? The Enneagrams? I want, am I saying that wrong? I want to know all about this because I'm so intrigued. And every time I see your post about it, I'm like, I have to know more. Can you please explain how to say it? Oh, it's super interesting. Have you, have you taken it? I've never done it. I can't even pronounce it. We'll probably do it after this. this. We probably do it. Yeah. Okay. Actually, well, I'll have to like find the best. Well, no, you can just Google like a test. Most of them are pretty accurate. So Okay, so it, the Enneagram test is, so it's a number one through nine, and essentially it's like, it's a personality test, but it's interesting because the different numbers, it's like based on your core motivation in life. Okay. And so when you take a test, the result that you get isn't necessarily your number. You have to like see what you score highest on mm-hmm. and then read the descriptions of like the core motivations, and it is super interesting. So it's kind of like, you know, Myers-Briggs, except except it's, it's, I like it because it's, you have a number and then you have like a wing number. So, okay. So I'm a three. So three is like the achiever and the person who finds their worth from their accomplishments and who, yeah, you're probably a three. You're probably a three. And it's, and it's interesting how you can have different wings. So anyways, basically, basically it's just a personality test, but just with some different Fun. I don't, I just find it more interesting and find it intriguing. And so then I find all these memes. Yes. That's why I'm <laughs> interested because I'm like, I feel like I'm missing out on a whole world of memes. You are. Oh, you, you, will know. Be, you will be obsessed. And then we can send each other okay. all the Enneagram memes. So, so take it okay. and then tell me what your number is. Tell me what your wing is too. So you have to like do a little bit of digging to find like your wing. So if you're a three, you're either wing two or wing four. Okay. And then each number is a little bit different. So there's dominant numbers and then there's um, like responsive. And then there's, I can't, okay. there's three categories. We're going to do this probably after we talk with Was you. there anything okay. that you learned from this that was like surprising to you about yourself that was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what's, it's interesting because it's explained or it's, I'd say it's more like, oh, that I'm wired that way. There's nothing, it's not wrong with me. Like that. Yeah. Like it actually was one of those things where, you know, I don't like to be like boxed in necessarily. There's certain things about a three that I 
do not relate to at all. Right. Um, and so I wouldn't say it's like a hundred percent, but it's generally like, if it you makes see you feel a- less crazy, maybe when you're having one of those moments where you're like, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a three. I'm a three. Yes, I'm like, I am. take it or leave it. Person. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the thing is too, it's, it's more like, oh, that's why I've never liked that before. Like there's certain things where I'm like, that makes me feel extremely uncomfortable and I don't know why. And, and it's just like the way that I'm wired and why I've always been driven for achievement. Like, okay, I was really crazy. Like even as like a 10 year old girl, I had a dog walking business and I would go around the neighborhood and I was like the entrepreneur in the neighborhood. And I was like, yeah. And so I just think back and I'm like, Oh, it makes sense because I had these, like, I wanted to achieve even from these young age, you know, so it kind of, it's more of like a reflection and I'm like, Oh, okay. And then also weaknesses. So yeah. So like threes tend to be, um, have a hard time with, like, they feel like they always have to be like liked by everyone or they, they always feel like they have to like, they're over here for Mm -hmm. sure. So I get that. Yeah, Yeah. They always feel like they have to win approval. Um, they always feel like they have to, um, be kind of like on like all the time. Yeah. Oh. Yes. And so I have a hard time shutting off and it's, inter- it's interesting. Like I always have to be productive and I feel like if I'm not productive, then I'm like You're guilty. Yes. And so it's just, I think the Enneagram has really taught me like where I need to, what I need to work on. And for me, it's not someone telling me to work harder. Yeah. To be honest, is like the worst advice you could probably give me because I actually need to be told to like slow down and like take mm-hmm. a chill pill. Like you need to stop, Katie. Like you need to go and not be working right now. And it's like that meme and, where it's like, yeah, oh, you have anxiety, just tell somebody to calm down. You're like, oh no, I've had anxiety for 10 years. You figured it out. Like that doesn't work for exactly me. trying to baptize a cat. Yeah. It's That's why I like happen. to tell people it's like trying to baptize a cat, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah. No, and and so I think it's been interesting to see, like, oh. Okay. So we, um, for those of you who are listening, we had a technical difficulty and we did a first round of rapid fire questions with Katie Ann. Yeah. And now second round. So I, now I know my answers, but I wonder if any of them will change actually. Yeah. We're going to, we're going (laughs) to see, we're going to, and then we're going to tell everybody how they can find you and then they can send you funny memes and that's going to be that. So rapid fire. Are you ready? Right. I'm ready. We're not going to ask in the same order. So maybe this will throw you Oh, off. gosh. Okay, no pressure. Okay, ready? Um, deadlift or squat? Deadlift, for sure. Posterior gains. Posterior gains. Extensions, hair extensions or lash extensions? Hair extensions. <laughs> Would you rather give up avocado toast for a year or pre-workout? Um, oh my, wait. Oh yeah, I'm changing it oh, up, girl. I'm changing it up. It up. Um, pre-workout. I can't yeah. get both avocado toast now. Okay. Yeah. We'll still go with crop top or leggings. Um, definitely leggings over crop tops for sure. Like the the thigh chafe. The no. chub rub is real, right? Yeah. No, I need I need my leggings. <laughs> Donuts or visionary meals. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Katie Ann, do not think that this is my first rodeo. Visionary meals for sure. Visionary meals. What's your favorite visionary meal? Salmon. Sa- oh yeah, you are the so salmon. Good. salmon. Get those omegas in, girl. Oh yes, I always think of you when I have salmon too. Fish tacos for life. You know what I mean? Oh, Even if it's not. Okay. Um, Zevia or coffee? Coffee. Seltzer or coffee? Coffee. Good to know. Coffee. Coffee's just the- I just have to make sure how serious I mean- you are about coffee. I am so serious that I would pick that over water, probably. Dark roast or light roast? Depends on what time, what when it is. Morning, first thing in the morning, dark roast. Okay. I would say dark roast if I had to choose. Okay. A glazed donut or a donut with sprinkles and icing. Gosh, sprinkles. Sprinkles. Okay. Avocado toast or smoothie. Avocado toast. 
funny or tall? Um, we had a really long debate in the last portion that didn't get um, recorded and we can so unfortunately we don't have that but it's definitely funny because once we you have get decided that yeah funny goes a lot longer so you guys who are in the friend zone hold out because if you're funny enough we will eventually date you that's our, that's wow that's anybody true. can learn anything i am also now a dating coach for those of you who don't know but okay, um cool. just work on being funny if you don't have a personality if you don't have abs the one thing that it everybody can work on in this it quarantine is, is being funnier. That's true. And being more down to earth because that comes yeah. off funny, you know. Humor goes a long way. Okay. Yeah. Um, cardio day. Are we doing stair step or sprints outside? Sprints. I hate the stairmaster with a passion. Who likes the stairmaster? Nobody. Stair oh gosh, I can't. Stand I have like it. routines on the stairmaster. I cannot stand the stairmaster to be honest. Ezekiel toast or English muffin? Oh, I'd go with English Ezekiel muffin. English muffin. If you had to Ooh. give up avocados or <laughs> mashup, she goes Ezekiel English muffin. That's a good one. Oh, that's actually oh <laughs> plain or cinnamon raisin. Oh, uh, plain. It's more mm. versatile. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. eggs or avocados? Avocado. Ooh. Okay. For sure. I'd go with eggs. No. This, this is my last question. It's not a it's not a rapid fire, but just a question that I like to leave people oh. with. Oh boy. Uh, actually, no, I have two questions. Okay. So oh. one will be because I feel like your career has evolved a lot over the years. You've evolved, you know, you were in finance and then yes. business and you found your way with faith and things like that. So if somebody was to make a movie of your life over the past three years and you had to put a title to the movie, oh, what gosh. would it be? She's really coming in with the burning questions. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Katie's going back to therapy after this podcast. Yeah, I'm, this is literally going to be the first thing that I bring up in therapy. If I had to have a movie title, what would it be? Mm -hmm. um, and who would you want to play you? They don't have to look like you, but just somebody that's just like, oh God, I would. You know, okay. So this is actually interesting because I have an answer. And this is what I want to call my podcast. If I start a podcast, it would be when gore. you start a podcast. When I start a podcast, yeah. you don't. so the name that I came up with was Glory because I think in my, especially in the past couple of years, it's been like sports glory, but then it's turned to faith and glorifying God through my journey. And so it's like been this transition of like it used to be like self glorification mm -hmm. and then it's like, okay, figuring out what I actually need to be bringing glory to. So I'd say glory. Love it. Wow, and who would play you in glory? Like an actress mm -hmm. or an actor, whatever, you know, it's 2020. <laughs> we don't have gender roles anymore. You know what I mean? You can have a dog what? play you. It doesn't matter. Um, okay. So I'm like, I'm not into Hollywood. Like I don't watch movies. I don't watch anything. So I, I don't know. You like would play who, yourself. I like it. No, you could play. Yeah, I would play me. Like I just would play me, probably, because I feel like I could act. I feel like I could. You definitely can act. Like I could do anything you put your mind to. Look at that. Yeah. Oh my god, totally it's amazing. For the, I want to see that on a seventy-inch screen. Perfect. We'll need more of your face. Okay, <laughs> here's my. I love asking this question to athletes. Um, because you know, Christy and I played sports. I talk about yeah. this a lot. I think you learn a lot from sports. Um, lessons that you learned on the field that apply to life. So what's one lesson that you learned from playing sports, being a high-level athlete with, with track and bodybuilding that you think has applied to other areas of your life? Oh, perseverance, for sure. Patience and perse perseverance. So day by day, it's not a quick fix. It's not an overnight thing. And I think that's why like, I understand so, like I understand things aren't going to happen overnight. And a lot of people like have a hard time with that, but I've since like when I was a young athlete, it was like, yeah, go to practice every single day. And it's not going to be overnight. And so I'm mm -hmm. super thankful for that. Cause then it applies to anything, business relationships, you know, all your faith, your faith. Yeah. Okay. It's a process. It's a process. Yeah, it is a process. So before you tell everybody where they can find you and work with you yeah. and all that, if you could leave everybody with one little elevator clip takeaway of when they're pondering mm -hmm. and overthinking their thoughts in the shower and drinking their coffee yeah. in the morning, if they could have one kind of thought, you know, during this time when we're stuck with our own thoughts, what's maybe like a mantra recently that's helped you or a piece yeah. of advice you heard recently, something that people can just kind of like chew on. Cause we're talking yeah. about feeding our minds. What can you control right now? Ooh. And it's just right now. 
you can only control what you're doing in the very moment that you're whatever you're doing so it's like focusing on what you should be doing and doing that well not thinking about the future thinking about the past because really it's only going to cause anxiety and that doesn't do anything for us nobody got time for anxiety Uh -uh. nope 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 so yeah focus in on now and what can you do best in the moment not you know, trying to project or look back to the past, unless you're, you know, reflecting on right. improving and that is like how now, now, but yeah, but really being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. And when in doubt, laugh at memes. Yes. Always. 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 Well, this has been a true pleasure. Thank you for oh, redoing the second end yes. of this. Can you, oh, no. the computer. we had techno- technology issues. Oh no, I know. Technology is just, I don't know. But can you tell people if you're, you know, where they can find you, website, email, Instagram, all the good stuff. Okay. So my Instagram is Katie 100 and then I'm under Katie Ann on YouTube and Katie Ann on Facebook. I think it's Katie Ann Rutherford on Facebook. And then I actually do have a TikTok. Ooh, yeah. But like, I don't upload very often at all. Like actually there's a stretch of like, cause I've had TikTok for like four months. And so I just was, anyways, I'm not on there very much, but it's Katie on 100. And then my email is katieannfit at gmail.com. Or you can go to my website, powerfitperformance at gmail or wow. I don't even know what I'm saying. Powerfitperformance.com. And you can submit an inquiry. I work with all kinds of individuals. So lifestyle coaching, training, um, bodybuilding, powerlifting, all kinds of fun fitness stuff. So yeah. Awesome. awesome. And we'll put the links in the mm-hmm. bio of this description so okay. everybody can go and copy and paste that. But thank you so much for being You're so welcome. Yes. And for Angel. coming back on and re-recording. With <laughs> You're welcome. Actually, that worked out perfectly because I was actually going to the bathroom and I saw Perfect. <laughs> We got you just like, in time. I was emptying my bladder, and then I was just like, oh, well, I'll just hop right back on. Like, now you can go drink more what seltzer water. Okay. Oh, 100%, because this is out, so I need more. So, yes. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Have a Bye. good night. Me too. Bye. Me too. Bye. <laughs>